Hey there, I'm Andrew Ainsworth, a proud supporter of Sword and Laser, thanks to Patreon.com. It's easy to set up, and what do you get out of it? Endless geeky bantering about the latest sci-fi and fantasy books. So if you want to help out, head over to Patreon.com slash Sword and Laser. Give a little, and get a lot of Veronica mispronouncing things. Hey everyone, welcome to the Sword and Laser. I'm Veronica Belmont. And I'm Tom Merritt. Sword and Laser is a book club, but it's so much more. We bring you author interviews, news from the world of science fiction and fantasy, and awesome discussions from fans just like you. Now, here's the thing. We're going to get to the news in a, in a, in a second here. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot because it's summertime. Things kind of slow down. But so we need you to dig, <laughs> dig some stuff, dig up some dirt, do some original reporting. No, no, no. I'm just saying, if you were thinking like, oh, should I put this on quick burns? Yes, definitely do it. Either in Goodreads or Discord. Uh, the more the merrier. Coach M's got quick burns, but not a lot. Mm-hmm. Veronica strong- Meme Factory today. That's a, that's a strong bad reference. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. That sounded a little bit intense uh i could we can still do a show without the quick burns oh but, yeah, yeah no 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 i didn't mean it to sound intense i was just uh <laughs> i was just saying i was just trying to encourage folks man i'm being misinterpreted today quite a lot <laughs> before Thomas, the show veronica thought i was calling her a front runner you you called you 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 insinuated that i was a fair weather fan for the san francisco giants uh which you know i understand i i you know hmm. it's just because they i was a fan and they also were winning so much that i can I understand said, how you would have that misunderstanding i said you know how enjoyable it is when your team is winning i do and therefore I you do. should become a bc lions fan i literally do not even know what sport that is football Canadian like American football. football? Well, it's it's American style football, Canadian rules. CFL. When I moved here, I did not know that they call football football. I thought they called football soccer. Mm-hmm. And that made for some confusing conversations. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Because all I did was talk about football and soccer when I first moved here. <laughs> as, as you would. So, yeah. As I would. Right. Um, what are you what are we nomming on? BC. Beef curry. Oh, hey. Um, yeah. Yeah, just uh, the the golden curry, you know, the um, Japanese style curry, and um, like katsu, or just like more like not well, it's katsu, a curry sauce curry. and curry then, sauce, uh, like a brown curry, bunch of vegetables that are you know stir fry, uh, cooked cooked down uh, with some ground beef. Nice, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I went blackberry picking tonight. Um, if you uh, look at my Instagram stories, you will see the massive bag full of blackberries I got tonight. Uh, also saw a very large bear in my yard today. Um, probably also going for the blackberries, but I think I I think I beat him out. Um, but yeah, full bag, very large. Going to make a, our next bottle of blackberry jam probably tonight once we get them sorted and treated. You should and, have some protein, uh, though. In my life, I do. Yeah, don't eat just blackberries. Well, there's probably. Oh, did you hear about? Well, I say oh because it's sad because she died. But did you hear about the uh, the the fruititarian influencer who died from malnutrition? Oh, really? No, I didn't. Yeah, hear about that. 
It's horrible. Yeah, that's pretty messed. Well, I mean, it's it's. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot that could be t- discussed about that. Sure. Basically, you want to eat more than fruit in your diet. Is yeah. the, the TLDR I'm, of that definitely was not trying to make a reference to that. <laughs> no, I was like that. That was that was you know an un- unrelated but very strange uh, correlation yeah. there. Um, but uh, yeah, went out and picked a bunch of. We go out like almost every night because there's like two blackberry patches on my block, and mm. so I I hit up the the other one I haven't been to in a few days, and who we, I was uh, very excited. And you got very a bear. Excited. So I didn't see the bear just now, but that was this morning. Scared the crap out of me. I was on a meeting, and all of a sudden this bear walks in front of my window, and I was like, oh. <laughs> morning. <laughs> BC things. Yeah. Um, Bear country. Good times. Good times. Ooh, that's funny. Never thought of that before. Um, fair warning. We don't have a lot of quick burns this week, but let's get into them. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard, but there aren't a lot of quick words. Uh, but we're very appreciative of the ones we have. Jeff pointed out that the World Fantasy Award 2023 nominees have been announced uh, for novel Saint Death's Daughter by C.S.E. Cooney, Spear by Nicola Griffith, the Ballad of Perilous Graves by Alex Jennings, Babel or the Necessity of Violence and Arcane History of the Oxford Translators Revolution by R.F. Kuang, and Siren Queen by Nevo. I really feel like I just have to, we have to read Babel at some point, even though we've already read R.F. Kuang, like this is on every single list. This and Spear. Spear, I thought was okay. I'm going to mm. be one of the, one of the people. Was Spear fantasy? Uh, yes. Like it's I know they're like all medieval fan- Arthurian, all fantasy, but it's like yeah. Arthurian. I mean, it's like it's high a- fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it was, I thought it was good, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't have put it in my necessarily in my best of list for the year. Um, but I Babel just is showing up on everything. Um, so I'm, I'm very intrigued, by which that. is also I mean, epic fantasy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Good to all know. Right. Thanks. Well, Jeff. Th- these are all in, in your months. So. Excellent. Seth says, you may never guess which SFF author made Bustles.com's list of 10 slutty books to read before summer ends. I'm going to assume that it's fourth wing because it kind of has to be, right? Nope. No? No. Too innocent. Too innocent for this list. All right. Here I go. All right. Wait, wait. Don't don't scroll. Don't scroll. Oh. Oh, too late. I was going to say, would you do it with an alien? And I knew you would have got it immediately. <laughs> it's Octavia Butler. <laughs> yep. Dawn by Octavia Butler. <laughs> it did have some sexy moments. Hmm. Quite, quite, so, a, quite a bit. Yeah. So hold on. So aliens are real now. They're just straight up real. Like the no. government is just being like, they are real. We have found they are here no. and we have remains. No. I'm pretty sure that's what I saw. None of those things are true. I'm pretty. Okay. What? (laughs) No, that's not what they said. Everybody on the internet is saying aliens are real. Yes. That's true. How can I not believe the internet? I know. I know. I, who am I to go against what everyone is saying? But no. Tell me more. I'm put, I'm not saying aliens aren't real. I'm saying there was no evidence to that fact in but, those te- in that testimony there were I a lot of there were a lot of guy. i know a guy who told me aliens were real but there was no one we never got the person to say like yes i have seen them they are real 
So Coyote Brown in the chat says, the way this works is the people who have no knowledge of what's going on can say whatever they want because they're not working classified jobs. That's true. And then yeah. I think the 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 uh, the the sidebar there is that, and then people on podcasts just say the things back into the world. Right. Correct. <laughs> and tell all their listeners that yeah. aliens are real because they saw a guy say that in Senate no, hearings. No joke, though. Uh, when someone from the political party you don't like is saying something on the internet that you don't like, then the internet is just irresponsible and you should be very careful and check your sources. And why isn't there more fact checking (laughs) aliens? Suddenly he's like, Oh, party pooper, Tom, not going along with the, with the, the fun times of just saying you a party pooper. No, you didn't, but I definitely have been called a party pooper on this one by people like, Oh, wait, wait, I thought we were all about like, let's improve the internet and fact checking. And suddenly like, you know, when it's not, when it's not your political party, it's, it's, I'm, I'm the one who's the bummer in the room. Well, I just, I, I just want to have something to believe in. And I just want for once for I've been telling you it's the PC Lions. They're six and one. For fifty seconds. I thought there were monsters on the world. And mm, I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just, you know, I want that to be true. I, yeah. I get the sense that there are not enough, I think you should leave listeners and, and viewers in this <laughs> audience. And it's really starting to bum me out. Maybe they should start with Detroiters. Maybe. And then just kind of ease themselves. Okay, Tom. I see you. Mm -hmm. I see you. Mm -hmm. I see you. Deep cuts. I see you. you. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Um, Anywho. I forget what I was talking about. Okay. I think you were about to say bear your sword. So no, first I was going to say okay. this list of, uh, this, uh, <laughs> oh, bustle.com. I'm looking at yeah. this list on bustle.com. That's really Octavia Butler is really the, it's only the only, yeah, there's no other SFF genre books on here, genre, genre books on here, but I'm really surprised, honestly, that, um, fourth wing isn't on here because that has definitely been the book on everyone's list. Even if our crew wasn't that into it, I think it is definitely overwhelmingly, one of the more popular summer hits. I just don't think it's steamy enough for this. This list is like full on adult. Like let's get it on with it. I mean, Don had, and it's not genre like smutty. It's not genre specific. So, all right. All right. All right. Well, let's uh, jump into barrier sword, which is our feedback from the audience. Katie wrote, I have never in my life heard anyone call the book Fahrenheit four, five, one. Listening to this episode is the first time I've encountered it that way. So now I'm Googling around for an answer. First, I found a random forum where someone mentions that Ray himself, Ray Bradbury, uh, says it that way in an interview. And this article has a video clip of Ray Bradbury talking about why he wrote the book. And at the very end, he says it that way. So I guess the answer is because the author says it that way. But that doesn't answer the question of, but why does he say it that way? <laughs> However, I learned something new today. Thanks. Yeah, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Um, I think, you know, if we went by that that metric, then we would all be saying GIF when we mean GIF. Right, so, because the inventor of the graphic interchange format said that is the way he pronounced it from the beginning. And if everyone said, we don't care if you much. invented it. You're wrong. I know. 
I get confused and sometimes I reverse it when I start talking about it because I forget how I'm supposed to say it. Oh, I, I sometimes alternate it. just to see if I'll, who, you know, who, who will get upset more. It's like, if I hear it in the wild, I know which one is right and wrong. Mm. But if I think about it too hard, I get confused. Um, uh, I want to anyway. commend Katie, by the way, because a lot of people in this world would have been like, oh, I've never heard anyone call it that and left it at that. But Katie, Katie did what you're supposed to do, which is like, huh, I've never heard anyone call that. Let me do some research. Let me provide a link. Let me say like this whole conversation has enriched all of us because yeah. it's interesting to me that Katie had never heard of that. So thank you, Katie. You're the best. Katie has a growth mindset. Mm-hmm. Yes, And she not does. a fixed mindset. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Tamahome says it sounds more like a police car when you say Fairline 451. What was the name of that that police show? Car 54. Car 54, where are mm-hmm. you? That used and to be on Nick at Night. Malcolm says in Australia, we pronounce it Celsius 232. <laughs> <laughs> Which points for doing the conversion, by the way. Well done. Yeah. I mean, he probably just did that in his head. Yeah. Honestly. That's, that's way, a good, that's the way that's a good it. show. That's the sequel. That's the, that's the version that's been <laughs> translated into Canadian. <laughs> into Canadian. Oh, yeah. and you speak Canadian. So you'd understand that now. I do. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even use that right. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, TRP says, Oh, I'm but probably- you apologized. Well done. Sorry. 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 Uh, TRP says, I'm probably the only one, but every time someone mentions wheel of times, I said, I, I start to sing the chorus from Simon and Garfunkel's the boxer under my breath. I said I, I said I die 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 die. I said I, I said I die 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 die. I said I. Katie hears Amy Grant's El Shaddai, and Malcolm hears Kajagugu's Too Shy. How did what you do the Too Shy? Is that the one that goes A Shaddai? Hush hush. I said I hush hush. Wait, I said I hush hush. Die die die. Hush hush. I said I. I said I. El Shaddai is too easy. Like I get that. It's A said I. A said I. El Elian na Donya. Age stage. You're still the same. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But the El Shaddai. A said I. That's like. I don't know the tune to that one, so I can't do that one Mm. as well, Mm. unfortunately. Okay. Charles says, uh, following with the cookie theme, my daughter works at a cookie shop in Orlando called Gideon's Bakehouse. They're a gothic decor store with wonder cookies the size of your head, a half pound. (laughs) Every time when we're in Orlando visiting our daughter, we have to stop by there and pick up some cookies. One cookie lasts us two or three days. We cut it up like a pizza. Oh. They're sinfully good. Unfortunately, they don't ship their desserts. My worry here, because that sounds amazing, and Gideon'sBakehouse.com looks amazing, is that I wouldn't take two to three days. I know. When I should take two to three days. Well, I feel like you could buy the Annie's cookies or the uh, aunt, aunt. No, what what were the big cookie? Mrs. Fields. Like you could buy a giant Mrs. Fields cookie at the mall that was the size of yeah, a of a pizza. But they weren't great. They smelled really good. They always smell good. You're right. These are yep. these are incredible. These look like Levain's, but with mm. different ingredients. Pre-order online, but I think that's you just have to go pick it up then. I haven't found I haven't found a really great cookie around here yet. 
Oh, I'm still, uh, I'm still in the market. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting note mm, about cookies mm-hmm. are illegal in BC. Oh, that's why that makes mm-hmm. sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Wow. The things you learn on this show, it's yeah. incredible. All true things too. Uh, racer nine, five, one, Y says, I have always said 451 because of the preceding Fahrenheit though. Little side story about this discussion. My username is racer951y. The 951 comes from a Porsche internal code number for the 944 Turbo. So in the age of streamers reading my name out, the 951 is usually said as 951, but it is mm. supposed to be said 951, and the base car <laughs> is 944. Those numbers get even better in German. <laughs> Wait, did I? I, now I don't remember. Did I? Did we just say his name, Racer Nine Five One? I totally did. Yes. <laughs> Which gave 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 Racer Nine Fifty One a chance to insta correct me in the email I was reading, which was amazing. That's amazing. That does not happen very often. So good <laughs> on you. And I, the best part is, I had already read that email before I put it in the show, so Thanks I already knew I. the right way to say it, and I still said it wrong. <laughs> Wait, I don't think you said it at all, though, did you? You're right, I didn't. Yeah. No, no, that was all me. Okay, You're okay. Off the hook. On this in one. my mind, Tomahome says, in my mind. In, <laughs> in my mind, mind, I said it wrong. <laughs> I said mind it wrong. betrayed you. <laughs> all right, so uh, thank you for everyone uh, for submitting stories to Quick Burns and for... Uh, contributing, I guess, to Barrier Sword. I don't usually have a thing for Barrier Sword, so I got caught up there for a no, second. No, um, there was great um, great responses on the Goodreads thread uh, to the yes. podcast. Thank you for those. Fantastic. Yes, always love the, the I mean, I really funny responses on last on last time's podcast. And I will say, great responses in the Discord, too, but those mm-hmm. fly by so fast, it's harder to to catch those and put them in the show. It was very, very dad jokey in, in Goodreads. Oh, for, yeah, this, this, very, this very week. much. So thank you for that. Always appreciated. Um, all right. Should we kick off our, our book pick for, for August? We're actually doing a, a kickoff early in the month this time. Very exciting. Yeah. Uh, you chose Lee Bardugo's Ninth House. Uh, some things to know about Lee Bardugo. You probably, if you have heard of Lee Bardugo, have heard of Shadow and Bone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's important to know that while Lee Bardugo was born in Jerusalem, she was raised in Los Angeles. So you're going to hear references in this book to Van Nuys and Sherman Oaks and all these L.A. area things. Uh, That's probably why. Also, she attended Yale and was Mm. a member of the Wolf's Head Secret Society, graduating with an English degree in 1997. The book is set at Yale, and Wolf's Head is one of the societies in the book. But it's not one of the of the eight houses. No, it's kind I, of like it, now that I know that I did yeah. not know that. It's kind of funny because there's a little bit of of crap talking on on Wolf's Head, so yeah. that's kind of funny. And so she set her own society kind of outside the mainstream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are those are important things to know. But uh, Ninth House was her first adult novel, Shadow and Bones, considered young adult, uh, published in 2019. Uh, there is one sequel called Hellbent uh, that was published in January of this year. Uh, Amazon Studios announced back in 2019 it's developing a TV series. Haven't heard much about that since. Uh, and it won the Goodreads Choice Award for Best Fantasy in 2020. Uh, oh. Some some people consider it to be more uh, horror. Uh, I can see that. Can see uh, which, that. which, yeah, I, it has some elements. Stephen King was very gave very high praise to Ninth House. Um, 
So it, it's definitely on that Stephen King-like edge between fantasy and, and horror. Yeah, so this was um, this was a recommendation from Robberator, um, if I if I remember correctly. Um, so thank you for the recommendation there. Um, I have seen this book mentioned so many times, and it was um, I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm I'm pretty far along at this point, and definitely getting the horror vibes for sure. Um, there's definitely a fair amount of like violence and like oh oh like moments a little bit. Um, yeah, but um, if 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 you're concerned with trigger warnings, check the trigger warnings. There are a few, <laughs> so yeah, there's a you're, few. You're, you're going to want to see that if you haven't started it uh, already. Um, and and this is not one to take lightly on on that that vein. But mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't say this is all about violence uh, or anything. That that is more explicit scenes to inform a character rather than the story itself, right? Yeah. And, um, it's good. I like it quite a bit. It's, it's definitely, I feel like over the last 15 years, we've, Tom and I have kind of developed a barometer for how much we are excited by a book. And that's, do we make extra time in our day to do things, to give ourselves an excuse to listen to the audiobook or read the mm-hmm. Kindle version of that book? Um, and I do find myself doing that. So that must mean I, I like it. I definitely was at the beginning. I'm about halfway through right now. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, I was finding, I was like not listening to podcasts so I could listen to it. The middle, I've started to find that I'm like, and and, and I don't consciously think I'm enjoying it less, but as I get to the middle, I find that I'm just excited to listen to it at night rather than mm. finding reasons to live throughout the day. So I don't mm-hmm. know if it's just... um I got busier <laughs> or, mm-hmm. or if I'm slowing down on, on the, the story a little baby, uh, it does, it, it, it does kind of have a momentum, a, a mo- big momentum at the beginning that slows down towards the middle. And I'm expecting it's just about, like, I'm just about to the point where it's going to pick back up again. Have you gotten to the big scene explaining Alex's background? Yes. Okay. So you're, all right. So recently or like mm, a while back, not, 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 not too far back. Okay. So you're further than I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I just, I just got to that scene last night. I have made it. No, I can't say that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, regardless, I think this is a, this has been a, a an interesting good pick and oh, I, I enjoyed, uh, what? she has gone, uh, with, Oh, what's what's the character's name? The one who who's sort of the the man in the chair, if you will. Dead. Yeah, because of the D. Alexander. No, Alex is is the main character. I know. Um, it's like Daniel and someone help me here, Jason. Jason. But the one who's 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 taking care Jason's of things on it in the in the locations. Um, anyway, <laughs> type, 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 type. um, anyway, the, the, she and Alex go together on two things. And if you've, Oh, if, she Dawes Dawes. Thank you. Oh, okay. Uh, she, Dawes and Alex have gone together on I two things. I thought you things. meant Alexander. <laughs> no, I meant, I, I said that. Darlington, I, I, Darlington. Oh Darlington. no. Yes. Not Darlington Dawes. Wow. They're all D's. Alexander. Not- <laughs> Awesome, Darlington. His name is now Alexander. I'm sorry. 
Um, Dawes and Alex have gone together on two things. And if you've only gone, if they've only gone out together on one thing, then you haven't caught up with me yet. Well, I don't know if you're remembering all the things they've done then, because they went to two big Alex things. brought the first thing with the the mortuary. I don't think that's a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. the first thing they go on. Right. The second thing they go on is the uh one of the uh one of the tombs. One yeah, of she, the school and, tombs. And Alex brings a friend. Yes. Yeah. So that's okay. the second that's, yeah, the second that's the thing. second thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you're 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 definitely pretty pretty much right on top. Yeah. 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 All right. Look at us not spoiling things. <laughs> code, code, code. <laughs> Thank Brown. you, Sarah. Thank Coyote you. Brown. Coyote Brown wrote, puts book down, flings hands in exasperation, puts book up for sale. Returns to returns to Audible saying, you know, not interested. You know the one part with the one thing with the one character that does the thing. Yeah. Hey, if you know, you know. Okay. Exactly. All right. Exactly. All right. All right. Well, this we is how committed get... we are to not being spoilery. Anyway, I'm enjoying it. It's great. I I, I think it's really good. Really good book. Totally. Um, do we want to do last thoughts on on Planetfall? Yeah, and we uh, we can be spoilery now. Uh, so if you don't want to be spoiled on Planetfall, you you might want to uh, skip the rest of this episode uh, and save it for later. Um, But uh, Planetfall by Emma Newman, it kind of ends not with a cliffhanger, but it kind of ends with you going like, well, if I really want to know what happens, I guess I need to read the next book. Yeah. I I mean, it winds up the story. I still think this book was type three fun for me. Yeah. Did I mention that last time? You did. You did. That's what pops up into my mind every time I think about it. I'm mm-hmm. like, I, well, I, there, is, I don't know if there is a type, a type fun for how I experienced this, which is it was fine when I was reading it. And now I'm just kind of like, meh. Yeah. You know, you're not like even, I just, you're not, it's really not even more fun now about that it. you're done. No, it's not. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm okay. Happy. I read it. I'm not like super glad I read it for any reasons. Um, I was really like that scene where they basically out her as for her, for her, you know, compulsion to collect things. Mm-hmm. And that was a really harrowing scene for sure. Oh, Coyote Brown said harrowing at the same time I did. <gasps> that was weird. You um, are Coyote Brown. Maybe I am Coyote Brown. <laughs> Unstuck in um, time. That was, that was really intense and that was very upsetting. And I think a lot of people felt that way. Um, but I think it was a very, I do not have that, that, you know, I, I haven't experienced that in my life. And so I cannot say for sure how true it feels. Um, but I think the, the stress of being found out for something that you've tried to hide for so long, that felt very visceral to me and very stressful and upsetting. Um, and like, like, oh, you have this thing that you've kept so close to your chest for so long and that you're ashamed of people finding out about you. And someone just so flippantly decides that it's within their right to, to do so is just so like, I think a lot of people reacted very intensely to that. Yeah. I, I, I you, you know, you're, you're definitely right. Uh, a lot of the folks who talked about this, uh, 
being something they couldn't finish or, or was, you know, too stressful. That, that seems to be one of the main scenes that, that would cause that kind of reaction. Um, it felt a little familiar to me. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. felt like a Nathaniel Hawthorne Scarlet Letter kind of thing. And so I don't know why it didn't hit me as hard, but I felt it was a little expected. I was like, yeah, she, of course the, you know, the crowd, the village is going to turn against her and, you know, she's going to be exposed. And it felt like not, not that it was not intense and not that anyone's reaction isn't appropriate, but Mm -hmm. I didn't react to it as much because I I didn't, I didn't feel like it was very new. It felt Mm. like a story I'd heard before kind of. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can definitely see that perspective. Um, I think it was maybe just like the buildup. And I think mm-hmm. also Sung Su, like, I think there was part of me that trusted him, even though oh, really? I oh, maybe, maybe that's the difference then. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe I wanted to trust him. Uh-huh. And can I just say I feel like we never got closure on the weird parasite inside his body? Oh, yeah. No, I think that's coming in the next book. That's one of the things where I'm like, well, I guess there is another book. So I guess we'll find that out then and we'll find this out then. But I don't think the next book continues that story. I think the the next book is a prequel. (laughs) Oh, well, I think. But my understanding is the next book is about like people on Earth, like after she leaves. Oh, I think. Okay, it's something like that. It's not. um, Yeah then I guess we wouldn't find that out. No. Like, so we just like, there was this whole thing about, he's got this creature, this parasite living inside him. It, maybe it helps him not to get sick from the planet and he can eat things that other people can't. But then that felt like a, like a Chekhov's parasite, you know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe we weren't supposed to, maybe it was more of a like, Hey, this just explains this guy. Not don't, don't think, don't think more about it. Chekhov didn't put the parasite in him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so that was, I, yeah, but it was, what do you think about I, the ending? I actually liked the book well enough. I liked the world. I, I liked the concepts. Uh, if you're into concepts, I think there's some great world building, uh, and, and really some philosophical stuff around the idea of, you know, what makes a species intelligent and what makes it different and how it plays on, on religion and faith and, and uncertainty. There's a lot of really good stuff in this book. Um, on the other hand, plot wise, uh, I think if you're a plot oriented person, you are more likely to be let down because I just saw it all coming. I was like, okay, so she passed this trial trials and she made it in the room and there's the alien body. And okay. Like none of it really shocked me or surprised me. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. And then um, Ren replay. I was like, oh, so she's going to lay down on the body and become the next one. And then she did. I was like, yep, there we go. And I'm not mm-hmm. congratulating myself of figuring out a mystery. It was more like, well, the obvious thing for to happen next is this. And then it did. Yeah. If it was very, uh, deus ex machina <laughs> like literally like a god came and rescued her at the end. <laughs> Literal deus. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so I don't know. I, I did like, lis- I listened to this book. Me too. Um, I did. I did like listening to the ending. Like it was kind of like a, a, that last part, that last section of the book where she's like, I have nothing else to live for. Like my mm-hmm. whole world has fallen apart. 
there's no people left for me. Yeah. It's very crushing. Yeah. Like I have nowhere else to go, but here Mm -hmm. I have to figure it like, see, I have to see where this takes me. Yeah. Um, That's why I say like conceptually, philosophically, maybe even emotionally is is a better word to throw in there. Like it's, it's very impactful as a story. And uh, sorry, Tomahome is reminding me that the the author is actually the narrator in the audiobook, and that she is a she was an excellent narrator. I thought yeah. um, as well, professional narrator. Um, well, we so had that's, two, that's always cool. No, we didn't. Never mind. What I almost said we had two narrators, but that's ninth house, not the not point of all. Oh, I'm not listening to the yeah, audiobook. Ninth, ninth house has a has a male and a female narr- narrator. So, uh, Alexander. <laughs> so Alexander and Darlington, but each get a different narrator. No, D'Alexander's the guy. Oh, Alex I, is the girl. D'Alexander's I, the guy. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry if that was confusing to you. <laughs> now I get it. Um, anywho. Also liked uh, all the 3D printing stuff. That was pretty sick. Yeah. All the 3D printing stuff is well done. Like you can tell that she Emma Newman knows 3D printing. Uh, because it was very, very possible like some of it obviously extended from current technology but like some of the flashbacks and stuff of what they were doing on earth it was good yeah it was giving replicator it was giving 3d printing Mm -hmm. it was giving like you know the future of that technology and and that's you know a pretty interesting industry to think about what that's going to be like in 100 200 years Mm -hmm. um so it it started out with that (laughs) Like the, the kind of like mommy drama, I guess, like mommy issues. Oh, right. Cause of, cause of her cold mother. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't you know, know the, why you like all this 3d printing. I didn't, I didn't love that start of that story either. Like that was, that also kind of felt like a, I, I don't know. I mean, she seemed so comically cold to her daughter in many ways. And I, I know there are people out there like that for sure. Oh, sure. I understand, yeah. but it just, it felt, and maybe it was cause it was the audiobook and her voice was very much as you just described that it felt a little bit like a little overdone little uh, Oliver twist or something. I don't know. I think a hard time describing it. Yeah. I, I, I know what you mean. Like it, it was an important element of her character uh, and it felt like maybe it would have benefited from a little more than what we got. Not that what we got was insufficient. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't go that far, but maybe a few more garnishings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe it wasn't, it was, it was less about like, I had a problem with how she was. Or how do I describe this? She felt like a little, like a Disney villain esque. I think was my only problem. Mm. Like totally recognizing that there, you know, mothers like that exist in the world, but the way it was portrayed in the audiobook at the very least felt a little Disney villain to me. Yeah. yeah. But I liked it. And I I, 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 I still okay enjoyed it. it. Yeah. I okay it. I didn't I didn't like the plot as much as I liked the world, the setting, the writing. I thought the writing was actually very good. Um the writing style. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. A couple mean, of very good doorways into this one. Y'all out there, y'all out there don't like every book we pick. I don't like every book we pick and that's okay. No, most, 
most people don't like the books we pick. <laughs> most people, most people don't like the books. We well, I say that because it feels like every book Why is. Why do they listen to this show? Every book is 50-50, but it's always a different fifty. So when you average that out, it's like, well. Most of the time, people don't like the books. Uh, somehow, people continue to enjoy the show and stay in the book club. So I'm very glad glad about that. It's all you, Tom. You you bring all the listeners to the yard. No, it's your shake. <laughs> oh, I have a gift for that. Anywho. Um... <laughs> your gift is better than mine. <laughs> Oh, I love how the audience just instantly knew what we were talking about. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for that. Um, anywho, that's an episode. I know we don't have a lot this week. It's these uh, lazy. What about, nights. what about John Taloni's song? Oh crap. Okay. Yes. <laughs> don't forget you... John Taloni's wonderful sung Sue song. Cause I'm I think so the one sorry. thing we can all agree on, no matter how much we did or did not like the book is that we all hate sung Sue. <laughs> <laughs> John Taloni, John Taloni, Taloni, Boney, Bofoni, Banana, Fana, Fofoni, Me, Thank My, Mo, Moni, Taloni, mm-hmm. um, wrote a filk uh, for this book. Um, and it's to the, uh, to the tune of I Like Big Butts. And it goes, I hate Sung Soo when I cannot lie. All you others read, I can't deny that when he walks in that really... Re- that when he talks in that really rapid pace and that smug look on his face, you get sprung. Want to give him a whoop. Tell him it's too bad what happened, but suck it up. Oh, I'm screwing this up. He talks and it sounds like he's praying. Peeps like all that crap that he's saying. Sung Sue stabs back. Uh, Sung Sue stabs back. Sung Sue stabs back. Oh, that was back. so bad. That was so bad. But it was good. No. John's was good. John. The filk was good. My rendition was bad. It was it was uh, brave of you to take it on, though. So I applaud that. It's tough. That's a tough one. Uh, Without music, like... acapella, acapella sir mix a lot is not easy. <sighs> I'm ashamed of myself. No, no. It's better to try than never to have loved it all, <laughs> or something. <laughs> It was good, Philk. It was good, Philk. Uh, mm, thank filky. you. Thank you, John Taloni, as always. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, our show is currently entirely funded by you, our patrons. Thank you to all the folks who back our show. If you want to help support us, you can head over to patreon.com slash sword and laser. You can also support the show by buying books through our links. Find links to the books we talk about in some of our favorites at swordandlaser.com slash picks. And welcome first-time live listener 664 Chris Man and not wasn't Jason B. Chris K. Chris K. We got the Chris K's in the house. Mantissa. I feel like I haven't seen Mantissa in the live stream for a while. So welcome back to the live stream and all the regulars, of course. Good to see ya. Good to see ya. If you want to help, if you want to join, you can just like head over to our Discord. We always announce when we're going to have a live episode recording, or you can join in on all the discussions over on goodreads.com slash sword and laser. And of course, you can email us at feedback at swordandlaser.com. And all of our discussions happen over on Goodreads. We are also on threads and the other one at sword and laser. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.